What's up everybody, it's Ross and welcome to the 1% Daily Podcast. It's Ross and welcome to the 1% Daily Podcast. I am back, officially back and uh, I'm going to stop saying it's been a minute but it has been a minute so I'm going to keep saying it until I feel that it's not been a minute since I last recorded a podcast. First of all, I want to say a big thank you to all the people who have continued to support the show, continue to listen, even in the absence of new shows. I think we've had something like 4,000 downloads now, really, really happy with that, even when I was away. And this show today is literally just a, hi, I'm back, a little bit of an explanation about where I've been, what I've been up to, and plans for the future shows. So... It is, what date are we on now? It is July. It's coming to the end of July, July 28th, I think. And if we were honest, 2020 has been a mad one. Um, And the last four months have been particularly mad. Particularly mad with regards to COVID-19, this whole coronavirus taking over the world. And then more recently, aliens. So I actually think it's kind of a cool thing that all this is happening. And I think in the outcome, it will be better We've just had to go through a little bit of shit for now. But uh, but yeah, so so where have I been? So for the last four months, I was formally mobilised with the uh, Royal Marines. So for those who didn't know, I'm a Royal Marine uh, commando, a part of the reserves, which means I passed my training, I think I passed my training now six years ago, five years ago, and have been kind of upkeeping my training and my skill set through the reserve forces and um, beginning of this year, we were formally mobilised as a response to COVID-19. So that meant four months ago, I got a letter through saying, right, you're a, this is, it was pretty much a compulsory mobilisation. You got to have some serious reasons why you weren't going. So either you were sick, family member was sick, or your business could, would not support you and were or against it. So because I'm self-employed, I was able to go. And uh, yeah, I was uh, lifted and shifted on my kit for, well, potentially what was going to be four to six months. Four to six months of me being away um, and not really knowing where I was going to go. So I remember initially when I left, um, really being under the impression that I could be gone for up to six months and not be back home. So literally say goodbye to the kids, see you in six months, which at the time was heartbreaking, especially with my kids. Um, what, did we, what, what were we watching? Oh, we were watching Coco. Has anyone seen the film Coco? If you've not seen the Disney film Coco, you need to watch it. It's about people dying and then there's a song in there that's called Remember Me. And Bear and I kept singing it to me. And I literally was driving to Scotland crying, thinking about this film. But anyway, it didn't turn out to be as bad as all that. Um, so after being moved up to 4-5 Commando, uh, up in Arbroath, which is going to be my new home for the next four months, um... We got all our kit. We were, I had about, I must have had about six or seven lots of injections. And we were pretty much being up there with what's called lead commando units. So there are three commando units with the Royal Marines. Well, there's, there's more, but it's three, three main ones. And each year they rotate who's the lead commando unit. So four or five of the lead commando unit for this, for this time of year, which meant that actually we were not going to be doing any kind of like COVID response per se but just going to be uh, training with the 4-5 response up there, which meant 
um, we didn't actually end up doing anything COVID related, um, which was a bit disappointing, uh, I'll be honest, but it did allow me an insight into what it's like being on a, a regular camp with a regular unit. So to be up with four or five company uh, for four months was was pretty cool. I must have to say it was it was it was really really good. It was a nice consistent look at life up there. Um, I mean, we got pinged with some shit details up there. We had a security detail, man, man in the gate, and stuff like that. But these were jobs that needed to be done, and we were there to fill a gap, to fill a role. So we did that for quite a while. The good thing was, though, every ten days, two weeks, I got to come home for a week so I got to come home see my wife and see my kids and try and support them through all of this which I think has been particularly hard um, particularly hard for the kids four and six um, bearers the eldest he's missed his friends um, he's missed the the sort of structure of school the uh, the learning and my wife has done an incredible job you know for 20 weeks or whatever it might have been she did an absolutely fantastic job of homeschooling these guys in my absence. So I was away and then I was back. And then I spent the last three weeks um, with FSG, which is basically just big, heavy weapon systems, which was brilliant. I had an absolute blast, excuse the pun, of uh, being away and doing a fire support group with those guys. And I've come away now from the core with a greater appreciation of what they've done and now an ability to recognise some specific skill sets that I would say to people, look, if you're considering joining the Marines, look at joining this uh, specialisation or, or this, which I think is actually really insightful. Um, but one of my biggest takeaways, I think, was actually what I learned about myself because given the, the, the sort of circumstances we were put in, um, we were forced to make dishes... Dish, uh, get my teeth in we were forced to make decisions quickly and respond sort of quickly to what was going on and it would have been very easy to well we call, we call it dripping it'd be very easy to drip about which is to complain about everything that was going on so you can either complain about what's going on in life or you can just get on with it because had we and some people did choose to complain had I just complained about it I'd have still had to have done what was expected of me anyway so I can be in a negative mindset, complain about it, and then still have to do it anyway. So I always flip the script and try and find the positive in it, making the most of the time. Um, and I was really impressed with, I say impressed because that makes me sound a bit arrogant. Uh, I was, yeah, I was impressed with my, my, my own ability to um, make use of the time we had. Because it would, like I said, it would be very easy just to have complained, moaned, and got really down about the whole thing. But actually, when I was working the gate, when I was doing the 12 hours on, 12 hours off, I then found myself making the most of time. So it allowed me to find a greater appreciation of what I've actually got going on in life. So for example, 12-hour shifts, working the security of the gate up on camp, um, lots and lots of downtime. So I really, really went to town on my downtime. I read books. I studied articles, I managed to maintain a connection with all of my uh, clients when I was away, managed to still run mastermind groups. Um, I actually made a real, real all-out effort to make the most of every single moment of time that I had, whether I was doing exercise, whether I was doing reading, I was working on podcasts, whatever it might have been, I was trying to keep myself busy. 
Because what I found myself doing was I then realised that how much time we waste, how much time we waste just doing pointless crap. And again, it's it's very subjective, it's very individual, but I found myself on my first 12-hour shift, so 12 hours, suddenly realising that 12 hours could go past quite quickly and have achieved absolutely nothing. Now, don't get me wrong, this is not to take away from the people who do this job full-time because that's their chosen route and they've got their different reasons for doing their job and that's fine, I fully respect that. But for me, those 12 hours, I was just blown away by A, how quickly 12 hours could go by, but B, how little could be achieved in 12 hours and you feel okay about it. You know, like I could literally do nothing for 12 hours apart from the job that's required of me uh, and then at the end of the day be like, yeah, that's me, I've done a day's work, I'm going to do it again tomorrow. It absolutely blew my mind. And after a couple of shifts of that, I was like, right, I'm not having any of this shit. I am doubling down on my time and making the most of what I got. And I actually think that helped with how quickly it went. I then I then managed to get more out of it. I then had greater experiences up there. And I think I found a bit more of a respect for people who do this for, for a full-time job. Um, and it, it's, it sort of solidified for me my justification and my reasonings for doing what I do. Now, I've always said, whenever I work with clients or work businesses or people or individuals, I've always said, you can have a shit job um, as long as it allows you to do the things that are important to you, okay? So if it's a teacher, if it's the security on the the, the gate, if it's being a Royal Marine, whatever it might be, if the, um, the, the sort of like the kickback, the positive kickback outweighs the negative input, then it's you're in a good place. If it starts to go the other way, where you're just complaining more than you're actually doing work, um, then you, may, you maybe need to change. But this allowed for me for a greater appreciation of what I've got. And I came away from there just wanting to double down on my own work, really invest more time into my business, my podcast, my family, my friends, and the things that are important to me. So I almost have to be grateful for the experience I had up there, which had you said to me at the time, um, would you be grateful for this experience? you'd say no. And I think it's a bit like this whole COVID thing. I actually genuinely 100% believe that once this is all, and it's hard to say gone back to normal because it'll never go back to normal. But once this has passed and we are in a new place, a better place, I actually think it will be better for lots of different reasons. I think it's kind of the reset, the refresher that we needed. Um, I actually think uh, a lot more positive stuff will come from these last four, five, six months. And we're nowhere, we're, we are by no means over this. There's going to be a second spike. There's going to be more stuff going on. But I actually think more positive stuff will come from this than the negative that we've gone through. Um, but yeah, I've really, I've come away from my experience with four or five with the Royal Marines actually in a lot better place than I went there with. And that can be taken in lots of different ways. You know, people can go, well, you know, you had a shit detail up there. You didn't really learn a lot. And I was like, well, I actually learned a lot. I learned a lot about myself. I learned a lot about the Royal Marines. I learned a lot about um, managing people. I learned a lot about different characters, interacting with different people, why different people do different things, people's similarities. All stuff that I was able to sort of put into a melting pot and take away as my new insight into how people work, which essentially makes me better at my job. So I've actually come away with loads of stuff. So I'm really, really excited about um, what the future comes. I have a, a greater respect for the 
I mean, I had an immense respect for the Royal Marines. I have a greater respect for the Royal Marines. I have a greater respect for everybody who's done stuff up there. Um, it's been pretty incredible, actually. So I'm very grateful for my time away with 4-5 Commando. Um, the future for me, though, is it going to be Royal Marine related? I can't see immediately right now what that looks like with regards to Royal Marines. But what I can say is I'm super happy with the time that I spent away what I've learned from this and what this means moving forward for me and for my job. So I'm basically going to take everything that I learned and add it to what I've already been doing with my own development to sort of put a finer point on my deliverable. So really getting into the crux of why people do the different jobs. I was able to chat with some bootnecks up there who have either left or leaving or looking to develop or broaden their own their own sort of spectrum of work. And it's been fantastic. In fact, one of the best things I did was I, I touched base with a lad called Sam. And a uh, young lad, 2021, 20, and completely blew my mind about the type of person this, this guy is and the potential that he has. And being exposed to lots of individuals like that who have never really asked themselves what success looks like, um, have never really taken full ownership of their future, and when you expose them to that potential, to watch it unfold in front of you is incredible. So I'm grateful for that experience. I'm all in all grateful for my time away with the Royal Marines. And uh, yeah, I just want to say a big thanks to the universe for squaring that away for me. And I'm home and I'm happy with my family and kids. And I'm suddenly realizing that I'm getting to the end of my 14 minutes and 24 seconds. So this may have been a complete bunch of rubbish that nobody wanted to listen to or it was a little insight into what the um, time away was with the Royal Marines. There will be lots more work coming. There will be lots more podcasts coming. I've got 10 podcasts stacked, ready to go, off the back of my experiences away with the Royal Marines. But I just want to say, guys, I am back, and these are going to be coming thick and fast your way. Have an amazing day. Remember, life is one big game. Make sure you play it your way and maximise your potential. I'm going to finish early. Three, two,